0: and welcome to the Holistic Weight Loss and Lifestyle Podcast. Please join me as I share the body, mind and soul approach that helped me to lose over 150 pounds of weight after over 30 years of countless failed dieting, starting from age 9. I am a qualified nutritional therapist, low-carb expert, stress management consultant, sleep mindset, psychology of weight loss, holistic fertility, fasting, and coaching. I'm also a writer, blogger, and in a previous life, I practiced as a qualified lawyer. Let's do this! Hello and welcome to episode 28 of the Holistic Weight Loss and Lifestyle Podcast. Today, I would like to talk about sleep The role of sleep in weight loss, better immunity, stress management, physical health, mental health and really everything we do. If health is a concern to you and good health is a concern to you, then this is such an important episode to listen to. I have so much to say about this episode that I will divide it into two episodes. This week I'll talk about the impact of sleep on weight loss, cravings, immune health and so on. But please join me next week for part two of this topic where I'll continue to talk about the benefits of sleep and how to improve our sleep. As a holistic nutritional therapist, I recognize that losing weight isn't just about eat a bunch of stuff and lose weight. It's also about looking at the body as a whole. And like I like to say, is about a body, mind and soul approach to weight loss. And a very important factor in any weight loss program is the recognition of the importance of sleep. It is entirely possible that you can sabotage all your good works by simply not sleeping well or sleeping enough hours a day. Our body recognizes the lack of sleep as stress to the body which in turn increases cortisol, the stress hormone. And as clever as I believe that our bodies are, it sees stress as stress. It does not care whether you're stressed because you stayed up all night till 4 a.m. binging or on the latest must-see Netflix series or stressed because you were out and dancing until the early hours of the morning or stressed because you were being chased by a lion stress is stress stress is simply stress to the body and the body sees sleep deprivation as a stress when we don't sleep the stress hormone cortisol is released in our bodies and this increase in cortisol can cause an increase in insulin and like we discussed in episode 6 why we gain weight When insulin is released to the body, it signals to our bodies that it is time to store fat. There is no fat loss in the presence of insulin. And if you have not listened to episode 6 on why we gain weight, please do so as it is a very important topic in really understanding everything we talk about in this podcast. The lack of sleep also increases insulin resistance, which makes losing weight even more difficult. A study which looked at the adverse effect of 24 hours of sleep deprivation on cognition and stress hormone found that even a single day of sleep deprivation can increase our cortisol level by as much as 100%. Let me rephrase that last sentence. A single day of not sleeping well can increase our cortisol level by as much as 100%. This is a staggering piece of information. A 100% increase on cortisol when we don't sleep well. Imagine what havoc, lack of sleep plays on our bodies. And even if we correct the sleep by sleeping better the next day, the cortisol level is still very high by around 37% to 45% the evening after the night before. Like I have said on previous occasions on this podcast, as a sleep expert, I would recommend sleeping at least seven to eight hours every single night and i mean every single night not just catching up on sleep at weekends or even weekdays depending on your schedule i mean trying to make sure that every single night you're getting seven to eight hours of sleep the idea of sleep hygiene means trying to go to sleep and waking up at the same time, seven days a week. And not like most of us do, varying our sleep schedule, depending on whether we're having a lying at weekends or waking up early to go to work. The best thing to do is to have regular hours, which you keep every single day. Another study which I looked at and which looked at the association between short sleep durations with weight gain and obesity with a one-year follow-up found that sleeping less than seven hours daily appears to be the point at which the weight gain starts to creep in. Let me again repeat that last sentence. We start to gain weight when we sleep less than seven hours daily and this is something that I have found in myself and with many people that I have helped to lose weight. And there's a story that I always like to tell because it's very, very remarkable and it really showcases what happens when we don't sleep well. A very lovely lady contacted me because she wanted to lose weight. She was very frustrated because she was doing everything she considered right in order to lose the weight and was just unable to lose any weight. Very, very, very frustrating. And actually, instead of losing weight, she was consistently gaining weight. And as we went through everything she was doing, there were a lot of positives. She was drinking her water. She was eating a perfectly low carb diet, loaded with good proteins, good fats and good low carb vegetables, especially those dark green vegetables that I love so much. She was also very actively and proactively managing her stress level with exercise and yoga and regular meditation and even breathing exercises. She was doing almost all of the things we discussed in episode 3 of the podcast in those 20 secrets and tips to substantial weight loss and if you haven't listened to that episode please do so again it's an important episode. And when I asked her about her sleeping pattern, she got a little defensive. Just a little context and background of this lovely lady. She's very successful, very busy, a high flyer at the very top of her professional career, managing a very busy, very intense team. She was also always on the move, always traveling all over the country and all over internationally and was sleeping an average of four to five hours daily, sometimes even as little as two to three hours sleep, with occasions when she would pull an all-nighter working in her very demanding job. She told me that she simply didn't need a lot of sleep and was perfectly fine on so little sleep. She was also very convinced that her sleeping pattern could not be the problem, telling me that she was used to working and playing hard and used to a very long time of functioning very well without lots of sleep. And it took a very long time to persuade her that every human being needed more sleep than she was getting, including people like her who felt totally fine even with very little sleep. This is not exactly surprising given that a meta-analysis short sleep duration and obesity in children and adults found a correlation between sleeping five to six hours to more than 50% increased risks of weight gain I will repeat that once again sleeping five to six hours can result in more than 50% increased risks of weight gain, which means that like this lovely lady, you could be doing absolutely everything right. And by not working or focusing on your sleep, you have a 50% increased risk of weight gain for seemingly no reason whatsoever, except the fact that you've been getting inadequate sleep. Don't get me wrong, I have every sympathy for all the reasons this lady gave me as to why she was not sleeping as many hours daily as I was telling her to sleep or why she had times when work was so insanely busy. She was having to do things like sleeping on overnight or rather not sleeping on overnight international flights and going straight from an airport to a 14-hour working day. This space is about the truth and it's about love. It's not about judgment. What I try to do in this podcast is to give you what I feel are the best working practices for all aspects of good life. It's not about judging anybody's lifestyle because we've all got to do what we've got to do. This lady also felt better knowing that I had worked as a very busy lawyer and in my time practicing law, I too had times when I had to work stupid hours or even pull all nighters where you literally go into work and you're at work all night, still there the next day or maybe just going home for an hour to shower and come back straight to work. And being the boss and understanding the need to look after our mental and physical health as well as our well-being, she was thankfully in a position to make some changes, not only in her own life, but in the lives of those who worked for her. And without changing a single thing about her food, her water, her stress level or any other thing, We started tracking and taking actions to improve her sleep. And guess what? The weight quite literally fell off her. And I mean the weight melted off her. I've never seen anyone lose weight as quickly as she did when we started working on sleep and sleeping better. Happy days. So inadequate sleep causes stress on the body and when the body is stressed, it holds on to stored fat and water. And remember also that cortisol can result in those dangerous belly fats which we talked about in previous podcasts. And it is therefore very important to stress that if weight loss or weight maintenance are your goals, you have to take your sleep very seriously. Actually, if good health is important to you, you must take sleeping seven to eight hours every single night very seriously. And it is no coincidence that almost every single person that I have helped to lose weight had admitted sleeping less than seven to eight hours daily, which is what I recommend. The major research I mentioned earlier, the meta-analysis of short sleep duration and obesity in children and adults also found that short sleep duration increased the likelihood of obesity by 89% in children and 55% in adults again not only is it important to sort out our own sleep but it's also very important to encourage our children from a very young age to have regular sleep schedules, giving this extraordinary impact of sleep. And by this, I mean the fact that lack of sleep can increase the likelihood of obesity in adults by an staggering 55% and an extraordinary 89% in children. Sleep can also result in an increase in not only hunger, but also cravings. Have you ever found yourself hungry and craving carbs when you haven't slept well? For me, this can be quite dramatic, even though I fully recognize why the cravings are happening. I can't count the number of occasions I've been doing amazingly well on my low carb lane and then for whatever reason, my sleep is disturbed and I find myself craving carbs that I have eliminated for some time. Also, notice how whacked your eating could be with that lethal combination of sleep deprivation, stress and tiredness. And I'm not exaggerating when I use that word lethal, because as we shall discuss later in these discussions, long periods of sleep deprivation can literally kill you or increase the risks of mortality. And if like me you get bad carb cravings when sleep deprived, let's explore what is really going on there when you wake up from a night of bad sleep and all we want to do is stuff our faces full of those high sugar, high carb foods. Generally, if you want to get a handle on emotional eating and cravings, please check out episodes 11 and 12 of the podcast. So, what's actually causing the sleep-related cravings and hunger? Let me try and break it down a little bit. This massive craving for high carbs, high sugar happens because the stress hormone cortisol increases appetite and carb cravings. Ghrelin, the hormone released in the stomach, which tells our brain we are hungry, is whacked. Leptin, the hormone released by fat cells which suppresses appetite and signals fullness to the brain, is messed up. And the combination of all these important hormones being messed up creates havoc in the body, causing us to eat crap. Lack of sleep can also alter our brain function, resulting in poor food choices. In particular, The frontal lobe of the brain which is used in making decisions and exercising self-control is altered, making it harder for us to make good food choices. It is very important to stress that this alteration of the brain can therefore affect every aspect of our decision making and choices. And if you have... very important decision to make it is really better to ensure that you sleep well before making those decisions and if you haven't slept well and need to make an important judgment call if at all possible please postpone that decision making quite literally sleep on it and we use the expression sleep on it but this is actually a scientific reason because good sleep can help us not only to find solutions to problems but to make better solutions and i'll touch on this later on in this topic discussing this topic with a friend i told him that when i was young in secondary school and university i would always go to bed very early before exams even though i was always top of my year in school and uni i never did the whole studying until daybreak which some students do when they have important exams or coursework i just didn't really understand that And sleep was always instinctively important to me, even though at the time I didn't know why. Nor had I studied the science of sleep, I just knew that I wanted to sleep well if I had an important exam. And that's what I did throughout my education. So if you are a student or you have children, it might be a good idea to encourage them to study during the day and sleep well at night. Sleep not only alters our brain function, lack of sleep, like I will also go on to talk about in this topic, can affect our memory or result in memory losses, which are just not great just before exams. And in my own life, not sleeping is very scary because I lose cognitive functions very quickly and will forget things, forget names, and feel myself being completely spaced out. Thankfully, a night or two of good sleep will normally restore memories and cognition in my case. So sleep deprivation also alters the reward centers of the brain, making us crave junk food and high carb foods. Again, cravings like we discussed in episode 12 are not your fault, but we can all help ourselves by getting to bed early. Lack of sleep can also cause insulin resistance, making us hungry and resulting in storage of fat. Insulin resistance is when the cells in every part of our bodies, the muscles, the fat and liver don't respond to insulin as well as they should. This effectively means a buildup of glucose in the blood and very high blood sugar levels. Insulin resistance from not sleeping can lead to weight gain around the tummy area, can lead to even things like high blood pressure, high cholesterol levels, type 2 diabetes, pre-diabetes, and of course, obesity. If you haven't slept well and you wake up tired, you're going to be less inclined to want to exercise. As we discussed in episode 15 Although exercise is not important for weight loss, many people feel good when they exercise because of the release of the happy hormones. Some people also experience that ripple effect that exercising helps them to take better care of themselves, to eat better, to make better food choices. And when you're too tired to exercise, because you spent all night watching TV or all night studying or just really because of the heat you've been tossing around and you couldn't get to sleep or perhaps you know you've been all night chatting on the phone to your best friend or whatever reason you haven't slept the next day, you might be less inclined to want to exercise. And if you're the kind of person that likes to do everything else, if exercise helps to motivate you to stay on your diet goes better, sleeping well will help to motivate you to exercise and will help you with your weight loss or weight maintenance goals and to stay on your diet. I appreciate that in our modern world we have so many competing things that we have to do we've got work we've got family we've got everything all crying for our attention but the take home from today is that we should all try and sleep for seven to eight hours every single night if health and good health is important to you then it's very very important to make sleeping well a top priority in our lives That is all I have for you today. Please join me next week for part two of our discussions on sleep. We will continue to talk about sleep, immune health, other benefits of sleep, as well as talking about some tips to try to help us to sleep better. Thank you so much for joining me today. And I hope to see you next week on the next episode of the Holistic Weight Loss and Lifestyle Podcast. Have a great week and thank you. Bye for now thank you so much for listening to the holistic weight loss and lifestyle podcast if you like this podcast please do me a huge favor and like subscribe share with your family and friends and please review this podcast so that other people can find us please see our show notes for any links referred to in the episode if you wish to connect with me on social my Instagram is Bells Low World. That is B E L L E S Low Carb W O R L D. I hope you join me next week for the next episode of the Holistic Weight Loss and Lifestyle Podcast. Have a fantastic week, and thank you. This podcast is for informational purposes only this podcast does not constitute medical or other professional advice or services. Thank you.